everyone. Um, you're listening to another episode of Ask a CFO podcast. Um, Ask a CFO is a show that does exactly what it says and hopes to answer the burning and sometimes stressful business growth and finance questions from founders, early startups, finance teams, CEO, and occasional CFO as well. Um, I'm lucky enough to host this podcast this week. My name is Steve Matthews, and I'm here with the CEO and founder of Van Russell Ventures, James Van Russell, who will answer your questions and hope uh, hopes of helping listeners to get a few more hours sleep each night and perhaps get them away from asking Google instead. Uh, Van Russell Ventures works with both US-based uh, for-profit and non-profit organizations, operating internationally with a focus on the impact in tech, space, and healthcare sectors. They focus on creating a strong financial platform at the CFO level, M&A, FP&A, fundraising, and strategic advisory. Thank you for listening. And check out the show notes so you can ask your own questions and who knows they may be answered next time so james um with you know obviously i'm, I'm sure you're feeling the pinch as well in, in the us as we are in the uk prices going up gas going up you know um you know everything seems to be rising costs seems to be rising right across the board for for personal and for business as well um so with everything increasing right now i'm sure there's a lot of listeners out there that would love to learn are going to have to have the difficult conversation with customers about increasing prices. So, you know, let's talk a little bit about what can we, what sort of wisdom could we potentially impart about how to increase prices without losing customers? Um, do you have any recommendations on that? Where, you know, how to start that conversation? Yeah, I, uh, this is always, a, this is always a tough one because um, I, I think it's similar to if somebody asks you for a, for a salary raise, right? Your first, your first response is, "Well, are you worth it?" Yeah. Right, regardless of of, infl of inflation, because everybody's getting pinched. Um, you know, your your direct costs will go up. Your you know, your 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 payroll has to has to go up at some point. Um, you know, to to match some level of inflation, and so so the company's margins go down, and so the only way to offset that is increase the, the the pricing and and I think you know when it comes to food companies they just they just do it and get and you know at the at the pump they just do it and you know they don't talk to their customers it just it is what it is um but 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 I think for companies that are that are selling a product or a service where um you actually you know they're, they're bigger price tags um you you do have to do something, and so I so I think um, when there are new clients, you you just raise the prices, and you try to you know I think the first thing to do is you try to figure out what's what's the market doing right now, because I've I've noticed I actually know I, I noticed this week because uh, I was doing a little bit of research um, for for a client on on a service that prices have gone up a lot. Um, yeah. And and part of the reasoning for that is one, uh, it's been really hard hard to hire people, so um, companies have been able to take on less business, and so the business they've been taking on is is you know better quality clients, so so clients that have you know will pay more at higher prices, um, and just because they're the the you know these these companies these providers have have less less staff and 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 the staff is is still still leaving um 
So their prices have gone up as well because when they when they hire people, people are asking for more money. Um, so so you know for new so so when I go to them, they say, well, you know, uh, you know, they have a minimum now. Like we won't do anything below this amount, you know, for a project or per month. Um, and and it's likely, you know, given those those reasons, that this is how much this is going to cost you, right? Mm -hmm. Take it or leave it. And if and if you take it, great. And if you leave it, then you're just not the right client for us anymore because we've we've moved on. Um, you know, for existing clients, it's always harder because, as I said at the beginning, you need to prove that hey, I'm actually worth it because every time you, I think you raise prices, uh, you know, the reasoning in your head goes, okay, it's ten percent more, twenty percent more. Am I getting the value? Who else is out there? that I can work with or, or what, what, what other product is out there that I can work with if I'm going to pay that much. Um, so, so all of a sudden you're, you're at risk of, of churn of losing, losing the customer. Um, mm -hmm. so, so I think you need to be able to either one create new products, um, that just gets, gets added into the mix that creates more value, or you need to, to, you you need you you just need to raise prices and give them give them the reasoning knowing that if they were to go out into the marketplace that they would actually see that other you know other providers other service providers are charging even more and that you're just charging a little bit more because they're an existing client and it and you're really just catching up yeah, James, you know, I mean, I can talk into this a little bit as well. I mean, you know, the, the, the CFO stuff, mate, you're the expert on. But, you know, in my previous role, CEO, current role, which is Chief Revenue Officer, you know, so I I can certainly relate to this. And myself and you have been in groups where we've talked this with other business owners and other CEOs talking about, you know, this, how do I raise my prices? And I, I don't know whether you... Well, back me up here a little bit. It's it's not always as scary as you as you as you think it's going to be. You know, most some of the time your customer is kind of expecting it anyway. Um, there's a kind of a point where it becomes a you know that price elasticity where you know you can push the price a little bit before the customer starts screaming to say, "Hang on, what's happening here?" I mean, you know, but negotiation, as you said, I mean, you nailed it for me there. First of all, you've got to justify the why. Why are you putting your prices up? And you have to be able to justify it. Like, you know, you know, for example, for yourself, you know, um, th these are the prices we've been doing for the last, you know, five, six years. Um, obviously, over overheads have increased. My 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 salary uh, as my salary um, overhead increased. Everything's increased, but your prices have stayed the same for five to six years. I need to I need to pass on some of that cost a little bit. You know, and not only that, look what we did for you last year. We we give you all these hours of service. We also give you over this over and above what we should have done. And look at everything that we provided for you. We have a good value for money. I think we, you know, that this is this this is a good move for you. We need to make sure that we we're just aligning what we're doing for you with our cost base. And I think customers then will kind of nobody wants. It's it's funny. I I was saying to someone the other week, James. Every every all your customers know that you have to make profit. They just don't want you to make profit on them. <laughs> They're happy for you to make profit on everybody else, but just not them. Yeah. But everybody knows you've got to make profit, or you're not going to be there next year. So, 
and, and again, for the, I, I think you know, another tip for, for people who are listening who are in that situation where maybe a, a long-term customer, as you said, a long-standing customer is really resistant to that price change, then you could potentially say, okay, we'll keep the price the same, but listen, we're just going to take this part of the service away. So maybe we're not going to be on call 24-7 or we're not going to go over and above our, our quota, you know, just to make sure that you hit a target. We're literally going to make sure that we are uh, we're just going to take this part of the service away. So in other words, you're not giving what you used to for the same price. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. You know, and, and I think you hit the nail on the head about, um, you know, it's it's scary, right? You don't want to, you don't want somebody to come back and say, oh, well, I, you know, I, then I'm going to work with somebody else or, you know, or, you know, no, I don't think you're worth the value or something like that. So I think I think if you can get over that, psychological hurdle i think that's you know that's the first step yeah absolutely i mean it's it's always a difficult as i said you know when you're dealing with you're dealing with relationships at that stage as well most of the time you know where you know the person you've got a really your trust the rapport is there you know you have a long-term relationship and it is a difficult you know as you said as an employee going in for a, for a pay rise you know i i you know in that situation i i always tell you know my guys is if you want to come in and ask for a pay rise wait, but justify it say you know why why do you deserve that pay rise you know just if you and if if you give me an argument that that i find really difficult to kick away or back you know, or, or, or sort of argue against you're probably going to get your pay rise it might not be everything that you want but at least it's going to be somewhere closer to where you want to be and i say the same with the, the i guess the pricing for the customer is you may not get the the ultimate price that you really want, but you might get closer to where you really think it should be. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think there's got to be flexibility on both sides there as well. Yeah. I, uh, James, obviously, um, for interesting for me, for you actually, because you, you work a lot with nonprofits where I don't. So how does this inflation and the, these increasing in co- uh, costs ac- across the board, really, how does it affect the nonprofits? Um. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so it, it's, there's always a big difference between the for-profits and the non-profits. The non-profits most of the time are more complex. And so with the non-profits, uh, you know, a lot of their revenue comes from, from grants and contribution revenue. Um, and, and so on, on the income side, you just want to keep that flowing and coming. And so you want to keep growing there. And And I don't think that's, that much tied to to inflation uh but on the cost side it is so when you're running your budgets you know you really need to figure out you know if i want to stay within budget what's going up with inflation so any you know i i have some construction customers you know a lot of their construction stuff has gone up quite a bit 10 you know 10 percent, 15 percent and and so how do you offset that so a lot of them have really started looking into their budgets as to, okay, this is going up. Where can I get savings? And sometimes it's pushing out new hires. Sometimes it's, um, you know, cutting back on certain, certain events or thing or things like that to, to, to save money elsewhere. Um, you know, and, and then the salaries go up as well, you know, and, and, and I think, you know, with nonprofits internationally, or for-profits internationally, you know, every country has a different inflation rate that you have to keep yeah. keep track of. Um, yeah. 
So, so it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's not easy. Yeah. And I think, you know, for us, you know, to, to recap this, you know, justify, justify it. Why are you putting the price up? And it's not as scary as you possibly think. And it probably, you know, it, it's not a conversation that you can really put off as a, you know, if, if the margins are becoming really tight, you know, that is something that you do have to discuss, isn't it? with your customers. Yeah. You don't want to put it off. Cause I think there's, you know, I think that's a really important point that, you know, there's an opportunity to do it. And I think um, if you put it off too long, then all of a sudden it hasn't been six months or a year since the last price increase. It's been two years or three years. And and then it, it you know, part of the argument is, you know, it's been, it's been a few years since we raised our prices. And I think a lot of, uh, a lot of companies, a lot of CEOs would prefer you to go to them and on an annual basis with a 3% or 5% increase rather than here's a 15% increase. Right. <laughs> um, so, so I, I, I think, yeah, having a, a, an, a kind of an annual habit of doing it. And if it's, you know, if it's a little bit more this year because of inflation, well, you know, the reason is inflation, but you know, we can, we continue to, you know, increase the value we provide and here's why. I, you know that that always stays the same. James, there's an interesting point you make there. Actually, like this is something I just thought of right now as you spoke. Is you know I deal a lot with the automotive sector, and right now for them is budget time. You know they are putting budgets in for 23 right now. So if me as a supplier, if I'm thinking of putting my if I'm thinking about putting my prices up, if I want a really good relationship with my contacts within within my customers, I need to be telling them that now. Yeah, because there's nothing worse than me slapping it, as you said, a five, 10, 15% increase on the previous year when they budgeted for the previous year amount. And now they've got to go back cap in hand and try and find that extra money from somewhere. And as you said, I think if you can, if you can have those conversations and have with those relationships and the trust that you have with your customers and, and know when they're like the budget times are, when they're going to be thinking about putting those in for next year. If you can put that in now to say, look, you know, are we in the budget for next year? You know, just to bear in mind, you know, the price is going to go up slightly. It's going to be a 5% increase. I would much rather know that now, wouldn't you? Yeah, that, that, that's that's a great point. That That is a great point because a lot of people think like, oh, we'll do it in January. Yeah. Right. And that's the absolute worst time to do it because because yeah. when I sit through finance committee meetings, you know, if if you know, you do the year end in February and you'll show the month of January as well. And if you're behind in January, they'll just say, are you just bad at budgeting? Because, yeah. you know, you just, you just, we just approved it in December and you're already yeah. off in month one. Yeah. Right. And it's because exactly. like vendors have come in and raised their prices. Um, so you're, you are going to get a lot of pushback if you do it then. But I, I think you're right. You know, August is the time when, you know, all the strategic planning is going on and, 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 you know, the, the, the first draft budgets and templates are started, starting to be created at the, you know, the department team levels. Um, so, so yeah. So I, yeah, I think August, September is the exact right time to do price increases.